bodies. That's a lot. That's so messed up. That's a lot. I won't let my kids. It's a eat lot McDonald's. of meals, man. It's or a lot of meals. I'm not. I'm not only picking out McDonald's, but none of that shit. We'll eat it occasionally know. for a goof. You know, like if maybe we're on a road trip or something like that, and everyone's starving. And we're yeah, like, pull in, I daddy, get it. pull in. Like, okay, it. and we'll pull in. You know what I do like? Popeyes fried chicken. Oh my god, I love Popeyes. But I feel like that's still chicken and it's still normal. It's just frozen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, it's I guess. gnarly though. There was some. This gnarly is a funny word. It, there's some parts. <laughs> some of food it, is gnarly. Yeah, gnarly. It's, it's deep fried in some yeah, funky oil for sure. It's not like healthy for wing you. stops. Pretty good, is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I will go wing stop from time to time. Popeyes red beans and rice though is pretty fucking good. I was traveling with my my kid and a couple of his buddies during COVID, and it was like we had to be responsible and be locked down in our own little zone, and we were doing a surf trip, and we did a lot of DoorDash, and we did some wing stop. Yeah, good, good stuff. Yeah. Lemon pepper. Lemon pepper 10 peas. <laughs> I think people's ability to get food that easy was a giant mistake. And I think if you think about the obesity problem in this country. All right, like, let's guess this. I kind of used to know the answer, but I forgot it. I think it's more than 50% of Americans are obese. That's crazy. I think it's something like that. What Did you get you... fat um, at all during COVID? No. Yeah. No. I mean, I got... Maybe five pounds overweight at the most. A lot of people got fat during COVID, though, right? Because I have a gym. A lot of people don't have home gyms. Yeah, home gym is giant. But also, I'm like so accustomed to working out, whether it's running hills or keeps you sane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. makes you a better person. I have to work out. How much of a dick are you if you don't exercise? Well, I just um, I'm anxious and I don't feel good. Yeah, and I'm stressed. And even if I'm not a dick, I just don't feel good. I feel like shit. And when I'm yeah. when I work out, I feel so light and relaxed. You know, I just feel so good. No um, stress. But let's guess what percentage. I used to know the number, but I want to say it's more than fifty percent of Americans are, are obese. Take a uh, make a delineation between obese and overweight because there's two different numbers that I got for you. Okay. Well, according to Body Mass Index, I'm obese. Yeah, that's a weird thing. Yeah, because I'm short, but I weigh 200 pounds. So I'm supposed to be like 160 or something like that. or Isn't that weird? It's such a bad so way dumb. to measure somebody's so health. So stupid. So and that's like an important metric for yeah. like health insurance and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so dumb. Adults over the age of 20, uh, 40% are obese. Whoa. Wow. 71.6% are obese. At least overweight and <laughs> obese. 71% are overweight. Wow. So essentially almost three quarters of America is overweight. <laughs> That's just genetics, man. You can't do anything about yeah, it. It's a man. disease. It's like it's not your fault. <laughs> it's not your fault, man. It's not your it has fault. nothing to do with you. Hey, dude, if that many people are overweight, maybe it's just natural. Yeah. Okay. We are not meant to be obese. You, you human ever see a human photo? beings were not meant to be obese. We no. weren't. Have you ever seen a photo of the beach from like 1940? Yeah. Before processed food? It's wild. Yeah, it's crazy. It's wild. And before convenience and laziness, dude. Everybody was so thin. Yeah. Well, it was hard to get food back then. Yeah. It wasn't so convenient. There was no, no. DoorDash. And I mean, when, when was McDonald's even invented? I bet the first McDonald's burgers were fucking great. Because I yeah. bet it was just a cheeseburger. Probably really good, yeah. Yeah, they probably yeah. just fried a nice cheeseburger. Yeah. It's probably like in and out. In and out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Well, if you see if you can find a beach photo from I'm 1940. For a good one. 
bro, it's wild. Everyone's thin. They're all thin. Yeah. No one has a gut. It's crazy. It's fucking it's food, crazy. man. It's food. But it's, you know how you can really tell it's food when you go to uh, European countries? You're like, hey, you guys are eating pasta every day. Why do you weigh 150 pounds? This hyper-convenience. Look at that. Yeah. That's a great one. That's wow. a perfect example. That's insane. Insane. Look at all these There's fucking people on the There's one overweight guy here on the right. That's like the fattest guy. Yeah, but barely. That guy yeah. would be fit. He'd be like, Tom, you're looking great. He'd be great. ripped these days. Bert Kreischer would kill to have that body. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> now, imagine recreating that now. It's just like a general sample of the population. Oh, my God. Everybody would be so fat. Look, everyone's kind of ripped. <laughs> look, all these guys have abs. Let's go back to 1940. Imagine how stoked the ladies were back then. They were just like, look at all these ripped dudes. Yeah, but the ladies never worked out. So yeah. they were they were hot for about five years. And then it was a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> now they're hot forever. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, you can see a 50-year-old lady at the gym is hot yeah. as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, they they don't want to let it go. They're no. there every morning no. with their fucking water bottle. Yeah, my wife this morning, dude. I was hungover and tired. I went to sleep at like one thirty last night, and uh, alarm went off at like six thirty, and she was like, "Bing, out of bed. We got to go to the gym. It'll make us wow. feel better." Wow. Yeah. I was wow. like, You're kidding me. Your wife should go for it. I yeah, love it. she is. You got a good one. Yeah. Look nice at these pieces. ladies with their hats too. They all have those goofy hats, sun hats and shit. That, yeah, there was very little convenience at this point in America, no. right? Where I feel like our that's, I swear that's one of my biggest concerns these days is like the hyper convenience. And I'm, I'm super guilty of it as well. Yeah. Like all this shit, like our phones and be able to order anything we want and like do everything from our phone Look and have everything photo. delivered. Get that photo of those girls at the beach right there. That's what a woman's supposed to look like when they don't work out. And wow. You're going to cop a lot of shit for this, Joe. No. If a woman doesn't work out like back then, right. how am I copping shit for that? That's what they looked like. Well, you're telling women what they're supposed to look like, right? Well, before they had processed food, before they didn't yeah. work. It's no, not ideal. I 100% agree. But, but if you go back, it's not. Go that, back to that photo. Like, where was all the bad genetics back then, Joe? It's the food, bro. Yeah. It's, it's the choices. Food. It's the laziness uh, in the food. Also, those are models. I was going to say, they wouldn't waste yeah, yeah, photos on yeah. people back then. I mean, those are very, very shapely young ladies. I mean, they don't have bad genetics at all. But I mean, the point is that these girls—they had to they look have good though, because all the dudes were ripped. <laughs> <laughs> they, well, all the guys had to work for a living, right? They yeah. had to carry logs and shit. But like, they, <laughs> those women were not built. Like, if you find like women today, like at a gym, the body shape is so different than the bodies from the 1940s. Yeah. You go to a gym, like especially like a CrossFit gym, you see girls with abs, yeah. fucking shoulder muscles are toned. They got big fucking jacked asses, jacked and look at those guys are jacked. Look at these guys. All fit. They probably swim for miles. <laughs> no one's fat. It's crazy. I guarantee you it's the food. It's 100% a lot of, is the food. Because if you just ate salads and meat, salads and fish, there's no way you'd get fat. You'd have to eat so much. Like One of the things that I found, I did that carnivore diet, and I'm going to do it again in January. January is World Carnivore Month. And what I do is for the entire month, I eat nothing but meat. And what do you mean nothing but meat? Be that's specific. All. Nothing but meat. <laughs> Are you serious? That's it. Yeah. You never heard of that? I, I just figured like the carnivore diet meant like a lot of meat. No, it means only meat. For a month, 30 days. Yep. Only meat. Only meat. I ate mostly ribeye steaks and I ate uh, elk meat with bacon because you need some fats because you know, your body <laughs> essentially goes into ketosis. Because through all the meat, you don't yeah. get enough fat? No, you need fat. That's kind of crazy, right? You would think there'd be plenty of fat. No, not in game meat. I well, just yeah. added fat to the search we just did, and yeah. it brings up a bunch of comics about fat people from 
back then. Well, they were pretending. Imagine if someone was this well, fat. And there was no such thing as fat shaming back then, right? Right. Because they would get mad at you. And you yeah, fat fuck. They people would get, weren't so sensitive you. back then. 1940s fat women beach butt. Huh. So this was, uh, there was probably a few fat people back. You probably had to look for them, though. These days, people are also sensitive, though. We're a bunch of big pussies. So my point is, when I ate this way, I lost 12 pounds. Wow. In a, in a month. Right? That's crazy. And I'm sure some of it is like water in your muscles because you're not taking in any carbohydrates. So you're, and my mental clarity was incredible. Like my energy levels was incredible. Wow. That's kind of surprising, right? But my exercise energy was not incredible. Not good. Like, I don't know if there's an adaptation Stamina? period. Did you get- it's terrible. Yeah. Like when I would work out, like hit the bag, I get tired really quick. Huh. Uh, even lifting weights, I get tired pretty quick. I just was not, I didn't have the same enthusiasm. The, the same like gusto that I have when I have a lot of carbs. Mm. And I know friends that have tried to do keto and they've tried to, uh, tr- like fighters who, who were training on keto and they did not like it. They didn't, did not feel good. They felt like really low energy and lack of days. I can't believe people do keto. I mean, I get it. Mm. I totally get it. I get the, I get what's behind it, but I have a lot of friends who, I don't know, I know a ton of people who have tried keto. I don't know anybody who's made a lifestyle change to keto for good. Um, I do know one guy who's on keto all Freaking the time. Freaking hard, he's a, he's man. He's a scientist. It's hard. Uh, Dom D'Agostino. And, but he's a keto scientist. Like one of the things he does is study the effects of ketones, exogenous yeah. ketones, you know, naturally occurring ketones from food and what's the best foods to eat in combination. But my point is, what I was going to say is like, even though I, I, I lost weight, also my appetite shrank. Like you can only eat so much steak. Yeah, like that's the, for sure. The thing is, if you have steak and then you have pasta and potatoes and maybe oh some God. Brussels sprouts or whatever, like you ate at Red Ash last night, right? Oh, yeah. Did you guys have steak there? We sure did. Steak's incredible, right? We had a New York. They have that Argentine grill. They have the Dude. wood fire. That's why it's called Red Ash. We it's went all crazy. Wood fire grill. We had, we had New York steak. We had red snapper. This crazy red snapper. We had octopus. We had um. Uh, clams. It was that place is place a joke. Delicious. So good. <laughs> it's very Thanks for good. getting us in there. My pleasure. Yeah, we had um, a blast. But my point is, if you were just eating steak, you would you get tired of it. Yeah. Your body gets satiate, satiated, yeah. uh, satiety. There's a high satiety level. Like you, you get satisfied quickly, and then you don't eat anymore. But if you had the pasta next to it, you just eat, start eating the pasta yeah. too, even though you're right. done with the steak. But right. if you just commit to eating steak, you'd be amazed at when you get full, when you're full, when you're satisfied. Plus, and then I, your body switches over to it and it gets accustomed to it. Like a couple of weeks in, I was accustomed to it. I feel like psychologically you just eat less because you're bored of eating the same thing too. There's a little bit of that, but I didn't really get bored of it. I, I still enjoyed it. I still Steak is so good to me that I still enjoyed it. But like uh, when I was trying to eat uh, only wild game, I felt like it's probably important that I mix some fat in there. So I was cooking it yeah, in beef tallow yeah. a lot, and uh, I was also adding bacon. And I think adding bacon was was a good factor because it's just not enough. I mean, there's no fat in a piece of elk. So are you doing this again soon? Yeah, I'm going to do it in January. And what percentage of the meat that you're eating is is wild game? Well, during that time, yeah. I was doing more ribeyes than I was wild game, just for the fat. Yeah. Because I feel like wow. you have to have fat. Yeah. Because if you if you just, you know, you ever heard of rabbit starvation? No. If you eat uh, an incredibly lean animal, like a rabbit, rabbits are super lean. 
you could literally not have enough fat to survive even though you're eating you ever watch that show alone find that Rabbit alone starvation yeah i had um uh jordan jonas on the podcast he's the winner won. right yeah, yeah he won it dude that show is Who's so good and you wouldn't like exactly what you said that rabbit starvation thing i i didn't know it by name but i trip on that show because they're eating some of them are badasses they kill a lot of rabbits they kill a lot of you know small game animals and they're eating a lot and they're losing weight like crazy because yeah. there's no fat so uh rabbit starvation uh, so it's a protein poisoning. The term rabbit starvation wow. originates from the fact that rabbit meat is very lean, almost all of the cal uh, caloric content from protein rather than fat. And click on that from Wikipedia. Uh, I guess you can go back. Just go back real quick. It was in that, that, that bottom thing. There it goes. Okay, so the body takes in too much protein, not enough fat and carbohydrate for a long period of time. Other names for this are rabbit starvation, or mal de caribou. These terms come about to describe only consuming very lean proteins such as rabbit without consuming other nutrients. Um, so Jordan, uh, the guy that was on uh, the podcast who won it, he actually had a wolverine steal a bunch of his fat. He shot a moose because he brought a bow and arrow and he was a, a bow hunter. So yeah. for him, and he had actually spent a bunch of time living in Siberia with a bunch of uh, indigenous people that live up there and like they were they would actually ride caribou like a horse mm -hmm. it's wild shit that's crazy and he lived with those people so he kind of had a better understanding of how to survive outside than anybody and so he shot this moose and he had stored the fat from the moose like the call fat and all the gut fat and all that stuff and then a wolverine came and stole it and so he killed the wolverine with a fucking axe so he went out and fought this wolverine who was like attacking his stash of food and hacked it to death. And then he ate its liver so and good. ate its heart, I think. Wild. And they and they eat everything, like the eyes and the, the cheese, oh, yeah. everything. Like the fat's every in last there. Uh, there's a lot of him. fat in the eye. Yeah, and then they, they were like boiling the bones in the you know, to get the marrow mm -hmm. out. All yeah. That, it was, that yeah. show is so good. Oh, did you have marrow at Red Ash? I didn't. I should have told you to. I know. It's, it's the I, best. Yeah. I fucked up. That's I what Phil said too. That. He's like, "Did you have the marrow?" And I was like, "What?" Oh my god, you gotta have the marrow. See, the bone, their bone marrow. They, they deliver it on. It's like bone marrow's healthy, but we're gonna put it on garlic bread. <laughs> so it's like this thick, delicious bread covered with like butter and. Dude, garlic. I had that. I didn't oh. know there was bone marrow on it. Though. Oh, that's a different. That's oh, okay. That There's one did have garlic bone bread. Marrow. That shit There's, was crazy yeah. good though. There's that garlic bread, and then they take bone marrow and serve it with that garlic wow. bread. All right, it's I off got, the chain. I gotta come son. back to Austin. For off that. the chain, Coming great staff to there too. That place is incredible. Everyone's so nice. Everyone's so nice in Texas, right? You yeah. notice the difference? Yeah, it's epic. I, I love it. It's, it's it's my wife's first time to Austin, and I, I've been coming here a little bit over the years, and I like it. I love the city. It's, it's it great. is an amazing place. Look at this yeah. shit somebody gave me. This is a real one that they pulled out of the ground here. A real, real arrow. Oh wow, very cool. Yeah. Real Native American. That's you know the, you're supposed to leave these where they lie, Joe. Yeah, that's what I heard. Somebody <laughs> gave it to me, though. Look at that. That's the red ash. That's bullshit. Marrow. You can bring it home, dude. I know. Enjoy Isn't it. Isn't that stupid? Yeah. It's leave them where they lie. Why? So Dumbest someone else is stealing? That's the red ash bone yeah. marrow. Look at that. Sick. Don't go there. Anyone listening? Yeah, don't. Come, come to Austin. It's terrible. Don't go to red yeah. ash. It's not that I already big. fucked up. I already yeah, fucked up. The place to talk was too much about it. Pop in last night. But you imagine like this is what you were relying on to get your food. Yeah. And then a homemade Amazing. arrow. Badass. That you're like kind of just judging roughly how much it weighs. <laughs> no rangefinder. Yeah. No rangefinder. <laughs> I mean, have you ever shot traditional? You ever shot like a recurve or anything? Uh, only at targets. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. 
It's amazing anybody killed yeah. anything with those things. Well, people were freaking hungry back then too. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you become a lot better at something out of, out of, out of necessity and starvation. I wonder what they practiced on. Like, how do they practice getting good with a bow and arrow? Did they have yeah, targets they back made out, then? For sure they had targets, for sure. They had to, right? They probably made it out of, like, um, dirt and hay or something like that, for sure. Yeah, must yeah. be. Because that was, I mean, that was the only way they could kill something real that they could last, that would last for a long time. So, And they were feeding whole villages, right, and groups yeah. of people. So, you know, the people who were hunters, they had to get really, that's all they did. Yeah. They were, like, specialized in, in bow hunting, you know? Well, there's uh, a guy that I know online out here that's uh, friends with a good buddy of mine. I got introduced to him, and he has a ranch, and he finds arrowheads all the time. He sifts through them. Like, there's a fucking immense amount of arrowheads out here. Think immense. of all the shots that were missed back then. Yeah, or even made it. And <laughs> yeah, they, you know, definitely. Broke off the arrow, and the arrowhead lay there. But this this guy finds them on his ranch, like, literally every wow. week. Like a dozen, so you gotta imagine, like, cause he, so he he does it like he has a whole method. Like they'll dig out a specific chunk of ground, and then they take the dirt and they sift through it. Like he's like a professional arrowhead hunter, and wow. he finds some of them that are gorgeous that they're see through. That one's insane. Yeah, it's beautiful. Think about the Native Americans back in the day that that was their job was hunting with mm -hmm. bow and arrow. They were blacking out the sky with arrows, dude. Yeah, well. They were uh, really good at shooting arrows while they were riding a horse, too, apparently. How Particularly badass the Comanche. is that? Yeah. They were really good in motion. Like, they had a, a timing thing. They knew exactly how to let it go. Crazy. Just imagine having to feed your family with this, your kids. Think of how much you love your kids and think about, like, having to make a projectile point out of rocks and, and make it sharp enough so you could stick it through the rib cage of a deer so that you could eat. With a bow that you've for sure made yourself for sure. by your, with your hands. Yeah, you ain't a, buying it anywhere. No. No. Imagine the shame and the guilt of coming back to camp or coming back to the village with nothing. Oh, my All God. All your arrows are gone. And everyone's starving. <laughs> your horse is starving and thirsty. And your you whole your family's, horse. what'd you get, Dad? Uh, didn't get yeah. anything. They would oftentimes have to eat their horse. Pretty heavy. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I've been reading so many books over the last few years about Native Americans. And one of um, the books was about this specific area um, called Empire of the Summer Moon. And it's all about the Comanche and the Comanche, how they, they lived here. Those people ate nothing but meat. The Comanche ate all, they're all buffalo. That's the, the majority of their diet was buffalo. They occasionally eat bear. Imagine how lean they were. Oh, my God. They were shredded. For yeah, sure. for sure. They were shredded. I mean, you didn't have a chance to get fat back Working then. all day, eating nothing yeah. but buffalo. Jeez, Out in the that's sun, a dream. <laughs> running around, soaking up that vitamin D. Their wives were stoked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were. They were just. They were so shallow. Trying to stay alive. Just like, look at my man. Look at that rig. So, so shredded. Yeah. Shredded. So shredded. Jeez. Yeah, it's uh, it's a harder, harder when are you, world, and not that long ago. When are you doing that all meat month long diet? January. January. That's yeah. like no nut November. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That's so stupid. It's that so doesn't even make up. any sense. But um, the carnivore diet, uh, I know people that have been on it for years. And some people supplement with uh, fruit and with honey. And um, some folks would like uh, just eat like steak and apples. That's a common one. 
Like they'll get a little carbohydrates from apples. And the idea is that fruit is a natural thing that humans eat. It's unprocessed. It's very simple in that you get some carbohydrates that way. And then you get most of your protein and your fats and everything else from meat. What does the scientific health data say about that diet? Like, like, like the non-biased, middle of the road, like just strictly facts. Like That's you, a good if, question. If you ate like that for three months, say, or four months at the end, red flags? In well, your, there's a guy named Paul Saladino who's been on the podcast level, before like, who wrote a book about it. Uh, I think it's called The Carnivore Code. And he's, uh, he's actually a, an MD. And uh, he eats nothing but meat, and he's become uh, a carnivore advocate. And he absolutely believes that as long as you eat what they call nose to tail, so as long as you eat liver, heart, kidneys, and he supplements also with some fruit and uh, some honey and some things like that. But I think his position is just stay the fuck away from everything processed, everything with any kind of preservatives or uh, chemicals that allow it to sit on a shelf for years. Like all that shit is not good for you. It's not good for your gut biome. It's It's not really healthy for you. I mean, it's better than starving, but it's not good food. The best food is lean, healthy meat with with you know natural fats like like grass fed fats are better for you it's like grass fed ribeyes is really where it's at yeah you know where you get like just the natural fat from a healthy animal and then your healthy lean red meat and then you know he'll eat some other stuff along with that like some berries or something along those lines eat fish too or no Yeah. yeah yeah but he's shredded he's Real healthy. He's been doing it for years, and he was a be- a vegan at one point in time. Oh wow! And he was wow, um, body not... must have tripped. Yeah, out. he said he was unhealthy as a vegan, and I don't know if he was doing it right. I mean, some people, and then it's also there's different people that can do uh, a vegan diet and they thrive on it. They have zero problem, and they look great. And then there's other people that have real fucking problems. Like I have a, a good buddy of mine who. For ethical considerations, he decided that he wanted to try veganism. Then he had to quit after a couple of months because his fucking blood chart was so off. He went and got his blood levels and his lipids were so fucked up. And he's like, I, I, just, I have to stop doing this. It's not for everybody. No. So he yeah. started eating fish. He started eating salmon and, and salmon eggs, you know, trying to get healthy fats. And then he eventually went back to meat. And he just felt like he f- feels better when he eats meat. Have you ever tried the vegan thing? I did vegetarian. Um, for six months. Oh back, wow! Back when I was fighting, um, because I was trying to, um, I was trying to make weight, and uh, I had gone um, from this one weight class, and the next weight class was fourteen pounds heavier, and I was like trying not to go up in the weight class, and uh, I eventually had to give up, and then I started eating meat again, and I gained ten pounds like quickly. Wow! Did you get skinny from the from the from yeah, the vegetarian I, diet? I was weak. I was getting weak. I was I was kind of starving myself. It was not smart. It was just I was the state champion at um, 140 pounds, and uh, I what really wasn't 140 pounds. I was in the 150 range, and I would diet and starve myself, and then I would dehydrate myself to get down to 140, and I would have to fight the day that I did it too. You weigh in the day of, and then um, I did it for one year. Um, I, I mean, I did it before I was 18, and then. When I was 18, I did one year at 140, and then I went up to 154. And then I was at my best after that. Like, my best performances in competition were definitely at 154 pounds. Well, the it was meat way probably better. helped for your 
I don't know what your blood type is, but it probably, you know, was also I had made you stronger, more power. One hundred percent. I was way more powerful, yeah. way faster, way, and I had more energy. I was just better. I was better all around. It was a hundred percent good decision. <clears throat> To go I tried to be wait. a vegan for three or four months just to check it out. I read that book, The China Study. Have you read that? Yeah, but have you ever read the criticisms of that book? No, I haven't. But that that book did its job and terrified the shit out of me for did a little it? bit. Yeah, and I was like, I'm gonna see how this goes and try it. So I tried it, which was for me is really difficult, right? Because I was I was traveling a ton at that time, going to all di- different countries. So being a vegan was a challenge. Um, I didn't starve myself. I definitely was eating a lot, and I actually gained weight. But I like immediately, it was like I took estrogen or something. I immediately, it's, it's going to sound bad. Like I'm sure my vegan friends out there are like shit talking on vegans. But um, I lost all the, any muscle. I was working out like a beast at the time. And I, I lost like the muscle that I had, like the, the, like the, like the muscle density went away mm. like very quickly. Even though, and I, I continued working out. My, my, my energy levels were high. I was sleeping really well. I felt like I was processing the things I was eating really well. But I ended up gaining like 10 pounds. In four months. A lot of carbs. Yeah. Which is weird. Everybody, I, I mean, I thought I would lose weight and I gained weight. And then, but I definitely did. I lost, I, my, my, my body, my body liked it from the perspective of my sleep pattern was totally fine. I felt like I had energy, but um, well, my body hated it from like a vanity standpoint. I just, I just. Do you think maybe you're just doing it wrong? Like if you had like. Bill Gates rig. <laughs> is he vegan? I'm just joking, but his his body. Like, well, when he talks about global health, I'm like, how about personal health? Look at you. He's fat as fuck. He's got this giant gut. How good are those stories about Bill Gates? Not to go off on a down, down a different road, but like all the stories. I always just thought he was like this nerdy dude. He had these interests in like computer software and you know whatever gene therapies, whatever we got going on now. But like. All the stories about him throwing like raging parties and he's like hammered drunk and he's like gnarly like womanizer guy. Really? Yeah. Hammered? Yeah, hammered drunk. Where are you hearing these studies? Um, or these stories? Jamie Jamie could probably pull it up. Here it is right there. I don't Bill think Gates I'm... hosted nude pool parties Hello. and got drunk pretty <laughs> Let's easily. Go. But again, listen to this. Insiders say. Oh, insiders. Bill Gates went to a Seattle all-nude strip club and invited them to come yeah. swim in his pool, yeah. according to biographer James Wallace. He's dead now. James Wallace died in a strange strangulation <laughs> episode. Uh, Bill and Melinda Gates announced their divorce after 27 years of marriage. Okay. Yeah, so, dude. He, he was Bill he Gates was, womanizer. He was not just the nerdy parties. Bill Gates that we yes. all have yes. come to the know. biographer said this. How does his biographer find all this about him? Ask people. Notorious people, for throwing naked they, pool they, parties they with like, strippers. Bad Bill. Imagine if you throw one party with strippers and then you're fucking notorious for it. I mean, how many times did he do that? I, I bet know. before the internet, though, he thought he could get buck wild. Back when Windows 95 came out. But, like, as if it's a big deal. <laughs> it's only a big deal because it's Bill Gates, right? Right. Like, it's not a big deal. No. So, you like strippers and naked pool parties. Who doesn't? Right. Who doesn't? For real. Like, that's normal. Seven biography. That's. Oh. We, we need to normalize that. <laughs> it's not yeah. cool. Like it seems normal to want to be just, around naked people. People yeah. do enjoy. He was having a good time. Naked bodies. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe his wife wasn't on board, and that's why it's not cool. But or otherwise, she was. I've seen no problem with it. Yeah. Maybe she's behind a fucking maybe she two-way mirror. had the tripod set up and was filming the. Yeah. 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 Maybe she was blackmailing everybody just the way <laughs> Melinda Epstein blackmailed Melinda them. behind the cam. <laughs> yeah. After a while, she had to tap out. That's enough, Bill. Good luck. Bad, bad Bill. You, you, that's funny. 
just but again, here's a guy who's concerned with vaccines and health and he's yeah. got a giant gut. Like, dude, yeah. you're overweight. Like, yeah. this is the this is the worst thing you could ever be in this pandemic. Have you ever seen the national health minister for what is it? Yeah, I'm sure Belgium. You guys of Belgium. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah, it's a picture of health. The, this saying that that's the national level, it's just what? How do they? How Who do hired they, that person? Yeah, and said the optics on this is totally fine. She's fine. <laughs> Seems fine. Only morbidly obese, Jamie. I mean, you got a visual like for us? She's seconds away from dead. Yeah, it's not a good look. Not to be. I didn't catch the name of the person. Oh, Belgian health minister. You know the one, right? It's preposterous. But in Belgium, like, what do they do? They drink beer. What else comes from Belgium? Eat sticks of butter by the looks of it. (laughs) I think it's a lot of sugar. Yeah. When someone's that big. Whoa. Yeah, there it goes. I mean, there's nothing wrong with her, but like um, yeah. national health minister, I just think the optics is well. She's morbidly a little obese. sketchy. Absolutely morbidly obese. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's crazy. Oh, she said yeah. <laughs> she was quoted as saying, "Vegan diet is unhealthy and dangerous for, for infants." infants. Well, okay. Holy well, if that's true. Shit is probably the only for infants, but what are you eating? Oh my God! Look how big Jeez. she is. She's got back fat, like all the way up to the back of her neck. That's a large lady. Oh, man. I mean, maybe nobody else wanted the job. But why do you think she would take it? Yeah, and who hired her? Some asshole. We need need, (laughs) to... Ah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's mean mean to say, but like a... It's not right. Well, she had the wrong job. It's accurate, is what it is. Yeah, it might be. It's kind of mean if she it's bad hiring it. right there. She's she weighs. Two, oh, that's English. Twenty stone. I love that. That's uh, I think twenty stones. How 200, many? Two hundred thirty pounds. How I many pounds in a stone? Is a stone thirteen or fourteen pounds? Uh, fourteen sounds right. I think. So what does that article say? Uh, twenty stone minister for public health is accused of being too big to be credible, but hits back saying. It's what's inside that counts. Oh, she hit back. Is that a clap back? Did she <laughs> clap back? Fuck out of here. Oh, man. She hits back. It's what's inside that counts. Yeah. Yeah. All that food. Yeah. That counts. Yeah. It counts against your health. It really does count in a big way. Well, also, it's it's a lack of like a lack of discipline for sure, but also like a lack of awareness. Like- why do you keep eating when you get that big? Like, at, at what point in time do you go, hey, I gotta, I fucking gotta put this in check? Like, I can't see my feet. I wonder that all the time. I mean, I'm, yeah, and it's, it's probably, um, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. Like for, for, for me, I've, I haven't, I've never really had weight, weight issues, right? Like my, my body's normally probably supposed to be sem- sort of similar to this. And it may be harder for her. Maybe she has a thyroid issue, whatever it is. But regardless, there's lifestyle choices that you can you can. She, she could lose a hundred pounds Easy. in the next in the next two years 100%. if she wanted to. Yeah, for sure, It'd definitely be done. Regardless of her thyroid, regardless of you know yeah, things that are making it harder for her. A lot of people have done it. People do it's it all the time. It's not easy yeah. to change your life like that yeah. to go from where you are now to where you want to be to make these massive adjustments and become a different person. It's not. It's not. It's not easy. It's not just hard. It's really fucking hard. Yeah, it's but, really hard. But people have done it. Isn't it crazy how people have discipline for some things, but other things not? Yeah. I have a really good friend who, who's his. He's he's been struggling with his weight for a long time. He's he's really big, and um, 
he's super, super disciplined with working out. Works out every day. Hardcore. He's always sending me pictures of him all sweaty, running upstairs. But when it comes to food, he's totally undisciplined. So he works out really hard, but he eats like terrible. And so he's really, really huge. And I feel so bad for the guy. I'm like, dude, you're so disciplined with your exercise. He <laughs> just loves it. Bring it over here to the food part. And it's... Yeah, but it's like people think that that's their reward for the exercise. So they can go eat a, a large pizza. And it is to a certain extent, right? Like I, I eat... Once a week. I eat sort of what I want. but And I feel like the I'm it's just... It, I, I justify it by working out a lot. She's not the health She's minister out. anymore. She's out as health minister in new Belgian government. Just, so, just for record. It says, I will be a free woman from tomorrow, she said. Hopefully and I'm going to fucking eat cake to, and celebrate. Hopefully she's free to get on the program. Yeah, well, yeah. it would be nice. It would be nice if she was healthy. I'm, I love when people lose weight and get healthy. Like my friend Laura, I, I was telling you about. She's uh, a comedian, hilarious comedian. I've taken her on the road a bunch of times. During the pandemic, at the beginning of the pandemic, she was very overweight and she realized like, oh my God, this is like the highest risk for mortality is to be overweight. So she started watching videos of people uh, doing exercise routines, did some at home and then got a trainer and lost a shitload of weight. I think she does all her training with this lady online, like, you know, like a Zoom thing. But um, I think it's one of her friends too. But anyway, she's lost like, what has Laura lost? Like 50 pounds? At least. Once you start seeing those results, too, it's got to be so addicting. Yeah. To see that progress and feel better and, like, just way less, less impact. And, like, for, you know, if someone's really big their whole lives and all of a sudden they lose 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 30 pounds, and they just feel better and it feels... And they get momentum. It's got to be exhilarating, yeah. Well, she's had, such a she's had addiction problems in the past, and now her new addiction is being healthy, yeah. which is a great addiction to have. And so when uh, we go out to dinner, like... She makes sure there's no sugar in anything she orders. She'll ask them if there's any gluten. Wow. And she's like super strict, like just vegetables and fish and wow. meat and just no fucking around at all. No dessert, drinks water. I feel so good. Yeah, man. Like she looks great. I mean, she, the, see if you can find out before or after. We've shown it before, but it's worth celebrating because when someone can no pull it together and have discipline and show results, it it lets everybody know. Oh, I look like her before. I can right. do it. I can be. I can be healthier. Yeah. And now, like you would never imagine, if you saw her, you just see. Oh, look that thin girl. She looks like, like a healthy person, normal. You know, like a healthy, active person. When we go to the gym, she's oh, look at her. Wow, Isn't that that's crazy. crazy. Not amazing. That is so inspiring. Imagine all the people that she knew. It's like what? Imagine I know. If, if you saw her today and yeah. you, you hadn't seen her in a couple couple years. That's awesome. Wow. I love it? that. Yeah. It's and amazing. Think of how much better protected she is against all the shit that we're dealing with these days, being way healthier and stronger. You know? It's oh. freaking awesome. Yeah. Giant fucking difference. Giant difference. Am I spreading misinformation by saying that? Yep. Yeah. And you're going to go to jail, according to this new New York law. You see that new New York law they're trying to pass, Jamie? There's That's uh, crazy talk. There's wild bills that um, I put it on my Instagram stories because uh, Chris Weidman sent it to me. Um, and this is really crazy shit, but, uh, on January 5th, the legislative session begins and there's a snapshot of a few of the bills that are looking to be passed, uh, for New York state. And, uh, one of them assembly bill, uh, a eight, three, seven, eight forced COVID shots mandated to attend school. 
and then it gets down. Wow. There's a couple other ones, but Forced. here's one. Eliminates religious exemption for work and college. And then here's the bottom. Uh, pro- eliminates parents' consent to shots when a child reaches 14 years of age. So your 14-year-old kid, you can't say that your kid doesn't get a COVID shot. The school just gives them a shot. The school just takes care of your kid's body, um, which is wild. Eliminates a parent's right to consent to STD shots for children of any age. So imagine your child is five and they give your your kid um, like a, what are the shots? Like there's one for um, warts. What is that? What is that called? Human papillomavirus. Yeah, HPV which apparently has like some wild side effects for some people. They could just give it to your five-year-old. Uh, here's another one. This is the scariest one. Assembly Bill A416 allows the governor to imprison without trial anyone she considers a threat to public health. So I'm like, is that me? Like if I say, hey, I don't think you should get vaccinated. Like, is that me? If I said something like that. I mean, if I did say something like that, and I think I have in the past. If I said something like that, am I a threat to public health? Like, is that, like, what is that? The governor gets gets to choose that? Like, that's unconstitutional. Without trial? In prison without trial. That's so vague. A threat to public health? What does that mean? Well, if you're fat and you're sick and you're sneezing on the subway, you're a threat to public health. Like, what's a threat to public health? Like, that's pretty fucking vague is really effed up dude this is this this is what's scary to me about this covid thing is that the government the government has gotten accustomed to having way more power over people way more power to control people's lives and they like that shit they enjoy it yeah i think it's human nature to crave that power and when they're when they see that moment it's it's like gaining momentum too right also they feel righteous Uh, they feel like it's it's a good cause they should be doing this like god these fucking idiots we need to help them where where I'm <clears throat> I'm on I'm on Oahu right now hanging out surfing with my kid and um and the the school there is doing these vaccine drives where they um we're staying with a family there and, and they have a couple little kids and the, that school is doing these vaccine drives where they have this like mobile vaccine bus that pulls up right in front of the school the parents can't go in there parents got to drop off their kid on the perimeter of the school kids go in the bus is in the school it, during school hours doing this vaccine drive in the classroom the 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 teachers are saying who's getting vaccinated raise your hand so like there's like these so it's pressure on them it's heavy pressure on them and it's like they're shaming the 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 teachers are some of the teachers are shaming the children that aren't getting vaccinated they're doing these vaccine drives you have to before i forget what it was but now you have to sign to opt out for your kid but before if you didn't, they could go ahead and vaccinate your kid, and that happened on Maui a few times. But it's heavy. My like friend's these... son got vaccinated, and he has myocarditis, and it hit him hard. And he's he's really freaking out about it. He um, he has heart palpitations. His heart races. He's not the only person I know that's had it. From the one yeah. guy I know that's in his late thirties got it, and you know he's been rushed to the emergency room twice because like his his heart's just racing out of control, and he's freaking out. And so they took him to the emergency room. Twice. Healthy guy. Plays soccer. Yeah. Fit. Decided to get vaccinated. Just was one of the unlucky ones. And it's not a lot of people. 
you know? It is, though. It is. It is. Over time. Yeah. Because, I I mean, my friend group is not that big. And I know quite a few people who have had adverse effects from vaccinations. I have a really good friend who's a lifeguard. And we should say COVID vaccinations. Yeah, COVID vaccinations. We're not talking about like regular vaccinations. I don't know anybody who's had an adverse event to other vaccinations. No, I don't either. But I know I know a handful of people that have had really horrible adverse effects from the from vaccination from the from the COVID vaccination and long lasting. Yeah. Um. One of my friends is a lifeguard, and he got the first shot, and his heart immediately started racing like crazy. Thought he was having a heart attack, and that lasted for a very long time. And he was scheduled to get his second shot, and he had to. It was mandated in Hawaii for all the lifeguards, all the all the firefighters, all this stuff, and. He ended up, he was terrified to get the second shot. He thought he was going to die because the first shot, it was, it just kept happening. Like his heart just was going crazy for so long. Yeah. He was terrified. It's really scary. Did he get the second shot? I think he did get the second shot. How did he do with it? I think he's, and he, this guy is like, he's a, he, I hate him. He's ripped dreamboat. <laughs> he's one of those guys, like just super crazy, healthy, young. Um, I mean, he, he would be totally, I mean, almost guaranteed he'd be totally fine getting COVID. Well, he would be totally fine with the proper treatment. Yeah. This is the thing about, yeah. like, I'm not advocating that everybody would be fine with, with no treatment. But what I am saying is with monoclonal antibodies, I think most people would be fine. And if you talk to Dr. Peter McCullough, he says there's not a shortage of monoclonal antibodies. What they have done is they made a concerted effort to make them very difficult to get because they want to encourage one thing, one singular thing, and that thing is vaccination. And that's the thing that they're most profitable. Nobody knows how to get monoclonal antibodies. I mean, very few people. Uh, a lot of people know now. Um, in more Hawaii, people should know. In Hawaii, should be more I have no accessible. idea how to get them. You know what they've done in Texas? You know what's crazy? Uh, a friend of mine went, and uh, he's a white guy. And he went, and they told him that they couldn't give it to him because of his age and his body mass uh, because he's white. But if he was Hispanic or black, they would be able to give it to him. That's so messed up. And he went, "What?" He goes, "That's because so our, if I that's was, our country's white supremacist." He well, wait, what? He said, "If I looked exactly like my body now, but I had more melanin, that's crazy. You'd be able to." She goes, "Because yes, your skin tone, because you'd be in an an in an at risk group. You're not in an at risk group, so because you're a white guy." And she goes, "I'm so sorry. It's, I have no that's saying." That's seriously this. messed up. And he was laughing. He's like, wow, this is crazy. That makes zero sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a strange thing that we have going on in this country. And it's, it happened very quickly. It's almost like the, if you woke up, if you were Rip Van Winkle, you know, and you uh, maybe, let's say you got hit over the head in 2019 in September and you went into a coma and you woke up now, You'd be like, what? It's a strange, you wouldn't what believe is it. It's happening? a strange, strange world. It's like a long, long episode of Black Mirror. Fact check. No policy denies white people antibody treatment, Texas Health Department says. was a video of it. I know, and the video says that. Well, I know, so they talk about the video in this, and then they reached out to the Texas Health Service. Yeah, but they absolutely did to this guy, though. Like, people are definitely doing that. Did. Maybe they're. That doesn't mean it's a policy. It means that right. person is an asshole, maybe. I oh, think I don't if think so. I don't I, think you mean the person at the clinic, is like an the nurse, whoever said that they couldn't do it. But she was saying she was sorry. That just I, was this was the way that they had to do it. 
Well, I don't know. I mean, th- this this might be covering up for some fucking horseshit. Or it's not, but it's hard to say. Pretty sure the fact checks is not exactly what we are told that fact checking is supposed to be like. I have multiple friends that have been d- denied monoclonal antibodies at this place for being too thin, for wow. being too fit. Like if you're if you're healthy, they'd say your body mass is too much. You have to like lie about your your body mass. You'd have to lie about your body fat. So it'd be difficult for me to get the monoclonal. Yeah, antibodies. you're too thin. You're healthy. You'd have to go and say I have asthma. You have to you have to make some stuff up in some places. In Florida, however, they've this got is it saving perfect. people's lives. Like a hundred percent. It should be like very easy to get. Dude, there's some shenanigans going yeah. on, and what those shenanigans are, and you know why did it happen at that one place where there was a video? Why did it happen to my friend? Why did it happen to other friends who they've said that they're too healthy and too fit? I don't know. You know, I, I, I know one guy who went to this place and they let they, they got him in there and then they said, no, we can't give it to you because your body mass is too low. And then my friend Tim, who's overweight, went to the same place and he got him easy, but he's overweight. So, wow. But meanwhile, according to Dr. Peter McCullough, there's millions and millions of available treatments, these uh, monoclonal antibodies. It's not, there's not a shortage of them. He's like, there's a shitload of that stuff. And they ordered a lot of it, and you can get it, and it's not hard to make. I'm like, is, it, is, is there a limited supply? He's like, absolutely not. I'm like, really? He goes, no, this is about encouraging people to get vaccinated, and that's it. Yeah. And it's working. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. the thing is, it's like, when has there ever been just one single approved treatment for any, any disease when you know that there's other treatments that are available? You know that it's possible. This was never thought of that there was a thing that you could just do and you could get really much better, much quicker than if you didn't do anything. That, that was never the case before when we were talking about COVID. It was if you got sick, you were kind of fucked and hopefully you made it and maybe you need to get on a ventilator. And then eventually it became like what treatments are available? What is, what is available? But if there was something like from the jump, like when, when COVID broke in March of 2020 when they locked down the country, if there was monoclonal antibodies widely distributed back then, and anytime someone's sick, they can go to a place, get shot monoclonal yeah. antibodies, and you're good to go. Not only are you good to go, but you have antibodies now, and you, you're never going to catch it again. Or if, if you do catch it again, it's highly unlikely. That was the one thing that Peter McCullough said that I was, that I, I was really, I didn't necessarily believe. And he was saying that if you have COVID once, you can't catch it again. I was like, God, I think I know people that have caught it more than once. I've heard of people that caught it more than once. And he goes, no, he said they probably had the flu or something else, and they had a negative uh, or a um, uh, false positive. I'm like, hmm, I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know if that's – I mean, I feel like this disease is too young for someone to say you can't get it twice. Because if you got COVID in March of 2020, and then here we are – heading into January of 2022 who the fuck is to say that like in 2024 you can't get it or 2025 like maybe maybe immunity is not that robot maybe it's great for like a couple of years and it dies right. off we don't know we, like, know, very we know about SARS the original SARS that some people have antibodies 18 years later but what about some people don't that's crazy right? I mean, we don't know how long it can last yeah for that but that's with most things right like if you get chicken pox you never get it again that's, that's how it normally is. And that's why there's vaccines, like normal vaccines, that when you get that vaccine, you never get that disease. And I think they're trying to come up with one of those for COVID. I think there's one coming out that's going to be like an, an inert form of the virus. 
And that's probably going to encourage a lot more people to get vaccinated because it doesn't seem so weird like an mRNA vaccine. Well, it's kind of weird that they changed the definition of a vaccine, right? Right. It's gene therapy. Yeah. Well, and also that's what an fishy. anti-vaxxer Think about is. how fishy that is. It's funky. Yeah. There's another thing with an anti-vaxxer is the definition includes someone who's against mandates. <laughs> that's what it says. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, a stu- that's the, the new definition of anti-vaxxer. If you're against the government telling you that you have to take That's a shot. That's bullshit is what that is. That has a v- very low, like the amount of time that's been spent considering the safety, the safety profile, like the amount of time they've been studying what happens to people over the years of taking it. That's, a, that's not a lot of data. And that you, if you are against a mandate of taking that. You're an anti-vaxxer, even with the monoclonal antibodies, even knowing that there's treatments out there that 100% fix that work. Yeah. Yeah. They fucking work. They want to be in denial of it. They, They don't want you to have a choice. They want you to have one choice. That's get vaccinated. But what if people have told me, oh, well, you've you've gotten over COVID. Now you should get a shot of the vaccine. You'll be even more protected. I'm like, bitch, I'm protected. I'm more protected than you. And you haven't gotten COVID. I'm like, I'm more protected. It's a, there's an Israeli study of, I think it was 2.5 million people they did a study on, and they found that people who have recovered from COVID have a 6 to 13 times better chance of not getting COVID again than someone who's been vaccinated. But we never talk about that or hear about it. You anywhere. don't hear about it. No, they, they don't want to include that. They want you to get vaccinated. So even if you've already recovered from COVID and you have better antibodies, they still want you to get vaccinated because it's like a cult. This is the cult of the vaccinated. Well, we talked about this earlier, too, and it's what what nobody talks about. You know, it's really difficult to find this information out. But if you've already had covid, it's actually fairly it's much more dangerous getting the vaccine. It has a higher likelihood of adverse side effects. And yeah. I think it's after two to four. having recovered from covid. Yes. Right? After yeah. having recovered from covid. I think but I see if that. you tell somebody that they think you're spreading misinformation, it's, it's simply not. Right. That is the truth. Yeah. So for people who have already had, so, so for people who have already had COVID and recovered and they're totally fine, it's it's super justifiable that they would be have a lot more fear about getting vaccinated. You know? Yes, you uh, you should. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it just doesn't make. It's like everyone's in a fucking tizzy. You're supposed to trust the science, but not that not science. That science. Not no. that science. Not that science. That's a tricky science. Yeah, yeah. that is. Yeah, it's fucked up. Well, there's also when people get um, vaccinated, they want you to get vaccinated too. I did it. I took my shot. I took one for the team. You know, I did the thing that you're supposed to do and you're not doing the thing you're supposed to do. There's that. They want you to do it. You should do it. You should get vaccinated. Like a tribal mentality, right? Yeah. Yeah. And if you do get like really sick, like, God, you're only sick for a few days. God, what are you worried about? Like, I don't know, man, my heart's racing fast. You're fine. Maybe you're just out of shape. You're fine. It's mild myocarditis. Like, we don't even know. It's like this is the one time ever in our lives where we're supposed to trust the pharmaceutical companies. All of our lives. It's like the pharmaceutical companies are a bunch of money-hungry monsters who don't give a fuck about you, and they're just concerned about making profits. Now it's a fact. That was and they've been then. trouble with the law for decades. That was then. Yeah. That was not during the pandemic. Now we're supposed to not ask any questions and yeah. be involved with a. Yeah, and you're not supposed yeah. to promote healthy lifestyles as an as an alternative 
to this. And you're not even supposed to consider the fact that for most people that are fat and unhealthy, listen, listen man, you are fucked no matter what. You're fucked no matter what. Because even if you don't get COVID, you're going to have a heart attack. Okay? Yeah. You're not going to make it anyway. Like, I don't know what you're saying about, you know, like, we're in danger and you're not. Like, bitch, please. Yeah. <laughs> bitch, please. You can't, like, exonerate yourself from decades of being a slob and being a, a person who has no consideration about their health yeah. and about their obesity and about the kind of food they put in their body and their lack of vitamins and exercise. And all of a sudden, you're health righteous. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. That's been my whole life. That's my, my, I'm, my whole life is about being healthy. I've been healthy forever. I haven't been sick in 11 fucking years. I got sick one time and it was with COVID. And it was only for a couple of days. And you're telling me that you're the one who's doing the right thing and the smart thing. And you're the one who's healthy. Get the fuck out of here. That's straight nonsense. And you got to confront those people on it. Yeah. Because they run around all self-righteous. Like, I got the shot. You're going to be in trouble if you get the COVID. Like, bitch, you're going to get COVID even after you get the yeah. shot. And they are. They're yeah. getting it like crazy. Funny, like my friend yeah. who got boosted. Yeah. Fucking boosted. Double vaccinated. Boosted two months ago. COVID. And crazy sick from COVID. Not only not got it, good. but like crazy sick. Yeah, not good. Which Feels like shit. That's really why you're supposed to get the vaccination right is to... Is so when you do, if and when you do get COVID, yeah. you have a much higher probability to not get really sick. Well, it points to that study about obesity. Like, it's a real problem. They're, they're yeah. not developing the proper antibodies, and they're not going to recover well. And these poor fucking people, and they're going to have to probably get on monoclonal antibodies anyway. I hope they do, yeah. if they listen to this and they know. Yeah. Because if you get admitted to the hospital, by the way, they don't give you monoclonal antibodies once you get into the hospital. They'll only do it before you're admitted. For what I mean, that was another thing that Peter McCullough was discuss discussing. You do not want to go to the hospital for this. Yeah, it's not good, man. Yeah. Or if you do, you want to go to a really good hospital. Yeah, it's fucking tricky. But folks, please just go take care of yourself. Please go walk around, get together with your friends, make a pact. You got some fat friends, get together, and yeah. it is it is a fat friend. Okay, stop all this body body positivity yeah. no, it shit. Is, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah, just take care of yourselves. Just make a pact, make a contest with your friends. Let's see uh, who can. Do the the most fucking body weight squats, push ups, sit ups, and who loses the most weight at the end of X amount of time? And put a fucking pool together, like everybody throwing a hundred bucks, and you know one guy gets to win all the money. Yeah. Get, and then you take photos for Instagram and motivate yourself and bragging rights. Yeah. Yes. Let's get healthy. Yeah. Yeah, you fuck. Seriously. Yeah, you. Fucks. I like that. I like that yeah. idea. How much of your diet is uh, like wild game? Um. You know, a lot. Well, it's kind of. Uh, I, I I consistently eat wild game. I'd say four four days a week. I probably eat wild game, and my 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 wife loves it too. My both my kids love it. Um, I pretty much only hunt deer and elk at this point, and I kill a lot of deer in Hawaii. I'm super lucky; you can kill as many as you want with your bow. Um, so this year, I think I killed thirteen deer. Whoa! Yeah. Dude, you must be eating nothing. How do you? That's a lot of meat. It's a lot of meat, but I love to share them. Yeah, it's, that's nice too, isn't it? It's, it's different in Hawaii, right? Because you, you know, here in California, or you go to Utah, or you go to Colorado, or you go to Montana, you get a you get your one deer tag, 
and you go and kill your deer and that's your deer for the year <clears throat> which is awesome but it's based on like the the population levels of the game yeah in hawaii um if a deer is on your property that's your deer you can kill it and there's no we don't have any mountain lions we don't have any wolves we don't have any bears we don't have there's nothing killing these there's a need to control the yeah population. there's a need to, yeah. so you know you know you're encouraged to kill as many as you possibly can so it's awesome and yeah, delicious and, and so to answer your question i eat i probably eat venison axis deer uh four days a week it's so good for you for too. dinner oh my god it's amazingly good and delicious and just feels so good and but i eat small portions i probably eat <clears throat> just in general I eat smaller than my palm okay so like four ounces something yeah. like that yeah. yeah so i consistently eat meat but it's usually pretty small but if you look size. at a small four ounce portion of that in comparison to a four ounce portion of say domestic beef the protein content is so much higher i mean it's double much more nutrient dense yeah. too so you get i mean i i feel like you feel a lot different afterwards yeah yeah no i i definitely feels amazing. Think so. feels amazing. I, I definitely think that the amount of wild game that i have that i've eaten over the last few years has contributed to my vitality it just has to have yeah just only makes sense i think that's one of the choices that i've made in my life that have has made the biggest health difference is is eating more wild game um in combination with healthy foods and then um this was one of my uh one of my new year's resolutions like i think the year before last is eating one meal out of my blender each day out of your blender yeah really yeah like what do you what do you put that, in there? That was from Kelly Slater. Ah. He's a super he's a health health fanatic and and very very um, does tons of research about you know his health and but he eats a lot of his meals out of blenders and so that was my one of my things I wanted to implement into my for digestion routine. purposes like, yeah just for overall health. Why okay when you say out of your blender what are you putting in there? Um, fruits vegetables fats. Um, just in general, like say I'm gonna make a, I make a smoothie basically, essentially for lunch almost every day, um, and I'll put uh, bananas, frozen raspberries, frozen strawberries, acai, um, you know, acai is yeah. Sure. Um, I'll put Brazilian. in um, macadamia nut oil. I'll put in uh, almond butter, and uh, I'll put in like these, uh, um, like a like a pulverized greens. I forget what it's called off the top of my head, but essentially it's like this greens powder that's like algae. Like and, athletic greens? Yeah. Like that. Like, yeah. that, like like algae and grasses and stuff oh, okay. like that. Nice. And so it's a bunch of greens in there, fats and vegetables and and, and um it's good. And 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 some protein powder. Are, are way, you supplementing with vitamins or anything as well? Yeah. Yeah. What kind of stuff do you take? I take stuff that my wife gives me. <laughs> that's now, good. But I normally take um uh, I really like that uh, Garden of Eden. They make a lot of really oh, yeah. good stuff. They do. But yeah. I, I take a, I, I basically take um, like these days. I take a lot of vitamin C. I probably take I think like three thousand milligrams of vitamin C. Um, I take a lot of vitamin D, zinc, quercetin. Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah. Quercetin. Yeah. Um, I take uh, um, what is the root? I'm drawing a blank. Curcumin. No. Not ginger. Turmeric? Yeah. Turmeric. Turmeric. Turmeric and curcumin, I think, is the same thing. And I think how your body process it, processes um, quercetin and maybe even zinc is really similar to turmeric. Well, what turmeric, I think what quercetin and turmeric, what they have in common is that I think they're both ionophores. That's right. Yeah. Who's the, who's, the same thing? Who, who's so, yeah, the girl who did our- Turmeric and curcumin. Yeah. 
Anyway, yeah. So I take the a lot of that did stuff. What? Who's the girl? Who did uh, the girl who did our nasal swabs today. Oh, Mercy. Yeah, Mercy. She was explaining. Oh, uh, okay. That. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do. I take a lot of vitamins every day. That's misinformation. Curcumin is a substance in turmeric. Ah, there you go. All right, now we know. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, so yeah, curcumin vitamins. is like the active part of it. Is that what it is? Mm, turmeric is a common spice that comes from the curcuma longa. Have you had any of this um, uh, turmeric coffee from Laird? You have. Laird, yeah. Laird Hamilton? We yeah. got a machine back there. It's good stuff. Yeah, oh my God, it makes me addicted. I'm addicted to that coffee. And the creamer is so good. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. great, It's man. good stuff. And it's all really good for you. Yeah. Super healthy. It is. Really I love good. turmeric. And uh, you know what I really love? CBD. Do you fuck yeah. with CBD at all? Yeah. I take a lot of that shit. I had a CBD massage yesterday. Ooh. Yeah. I'm mm -hmm. here in Austin on our 20th wedding anniversary. Aww. So my wife and I are not only getting stem cells in my knee and doing Joe's podcast, but we're also celebrating and having a good time. That's nice. Multitasking. Yeah. So we did CBD, CBD massage. massage yesterday. So it's like CBD oil. Well, that makes sense because I use CBD. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, CBD MD has a bunch of great stuff. And one of the things they have is these rollers. It's like a roll-on yeah. for like CBD freeze and CBD so recover. Yeah. And I, like if I have a sore muscle, I'll just get it that roll-on mm -hmm. right into the muscle and massage it in. Yeah. But for me, oral CBDs, like drops, yeah. the shit. And gummies, the, the shit. It's so good. Cause like I'm always like after I hit the bag I'm always like my my toes are sore, just from like kicking and like pushing off the ground and stuff and and just everything aches and pains and God CBD is so good for that. Do you use it to help you sleep, like the gummies um, or whatever? I sleep like a brick, man. Yeah, me too. I don't have any sleeping issues. I work that is hard. a major. Man, I feel so bad for people who have sleeping issues. My I feel wife, like, my wife has. Yeah, yeah. Really but she only has them like when the kids are in school. She's got to take. She's yeah. she's like she's very responsible. So she has to think about things. You know, <laughs> I'm irresponsible. Yeah. And I my luckily my job is uh, you know like you love surfing. Yeah. I love comedy. I love it. I never think oh I have to do comedy shit. I love it. It's fun. And you love MMA. Yeah. I love so, the UFC. Yeah. When I show up for a UFC fight, when the fight starts. When the card starts, I'm never thinking, God, I wish I was somewhere else. I'm always like, wow, I can't believe this is my job. I always think that. That's like me and day. surfing. Yeah. I don't see it as a job at all. And surfing. even podcasting. I love podcasts. I, yeah. I fucking talk to you. You and I could just sit down anywhere and talk. Yeah. So the fact that we're sitting down and people are listening, great. I love it. crazy that we somehow found something that we absolutely love to do and somehow it... We're both very lucky. Yeah. We're both very, very lucky. And I think one beautiful thing about having a podcast like this is that people get to hear that there are fortunate people out there that have figured out a thing that they love so much that they want to do it all the time. Yeah. And then they, those people need to know that you can find something like that too. Whether it's writing it's books, you know, maybe it's uh, maybe it's being a carpenter, but whatever it is, what is the thing that you love? There's got to be a thing you love where when you go to work, you enjoy the shit out of it. That's real life. Because yeah. if you could do that, man, it's so much better. And no matter what they have you believe, there's more people doing that than ever right now. I, I think. think so because yeah. of the pandemic, a lot of people yeah. woke up and realized, like, hey, they could, this could all be taken yeah. away from me at any point. I should go for it. Whatever the fuck I want to do, yeah. really want to do, I should go for it. And a lot of the tools that are in place to enable you to do that weren't in place a long time ago with, like, modern technology and, like, internet and stuff like that. People like only are, fans. Like there's exactly. a lot of girls being yeah. hosts that didn't have a chance. Spreading that passionate. <laughs> <laughs>
I love the fact that girls are making so much money. I found a girl yesterday that's making $50,000 a week selling her farts. Jamie, did what? I send that to you? The hell? Did I send it to you? All right, we need to get down to the bottom about of this. Didn't send it to me. New York Post, here we go. I'm going to send this to you right now, Jamie. I'm sending you a lot today. Oh, I got it, I got it, I got it. I got it. Here it is. Reality TV star says she makes $50,000 a week selling her farts. She fart in, in a, a jar, jar and sending no, no, it to I people? I sent you better because I sent you a picture of the gal. Wow. So I feel the like difference is she's so hot, you would want her farts. Dude, I feel like this studio would really, really benefit from a jar of this chick's farts. How much do you think she charges for a jar of farts? There's only one way and, to find out. And open it. Not open it? Or? No, open it. And see no, open it. has got to sniff that fart like the like the salt, like the uh, ammonium. Right. What we should do is buy it and throw a match in there and see if it's mm -hmm. real. Dude. Oh, so pull gotta, up. Yeah. Look at her. So this lady's very pretty. See? So her farts would be wow. worth something. She, She's... Wow. I'm, but here's the thing. The only way you would know that she really farted in that jar is like you got to have a video. Yeah, NFT of it. NFT video. Yeah. Boom. But then she could fake it and pretend that this is the one. You'd have to see like stop buying them. It would chain be a... of command. Like yeah. I feel like you need jar, a box and the fart. A full a full video yep. and watch her write your name on the package, mm -hmm. boom, and seal it up with like packing tape and then hold it up to the camera and you're like, We're good. With a notary public on yeah. site as a witness. What is she saying? Let me see this. Give me some some volume. Wow. Okay, for real, who are these people that are buying this? I need to know. Creeps? Like me? Uh, well, people judge for you, me it for wouldn't even be creepy. It'd just one. be an awesome yeah, yeah. art piece. It's a TikTok, oh, though. Oh, yeah. And people judging me video. for selling my jarred farts. Goals. Look at the comment. Goals. People. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't mind. As long as I get paid. So oh, I think she's she's lip syncing something. Yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah. she's a TikTok yeah, star. That's yeah. a weird TikTok. So there it is. I made $45,000 in one week selling my jars of farts. And ever since my last TikTok went viral, I've been getting a lot of questions such as, how long do the farts last? Did I really fart 97 times in two days? Who buys my farts and why? And what are some of my tips and tricks? Wow. So the first question I get asked a lot is how long do the farts last? And the smell is most prominent for the first two days, but as I like to say, one whiff makes memories that last a lifetime. Now, why do people buy my farts in a jar? Hey, this is what I'm talking about. This job did not really exist five years ago. It's and so much money. Yeah. Now, what are some of my fart selling tips and tricks? Number one, don't eat fiber one bars. You might think it's the easy way out, but there is nothing easy about it on its way out. You know what I mean. Don't push yourself too hard, literally. I made... That's probably wow. continued in another yeah. video. Fart tips and tricks. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, though. Modern technology, innovation, you know? Like, you know there's out there, there's a girl that's probably a hater. It's like, that bitch isn't even farting in those jars. Those yeah, are empty jars. She needs to go to jail. She's a scam artist. Do you have any male friends that are on OnlyFans? No. I do. Do you? Yeah. What are they doing on there? Shout mm -hmm. out to my boy, Nathan Florence. <laughs> Is he showing his hog? <laughs> I don't Nathan, know. what are you doing on OnlyFans, buddy? He's selling farts in a jar. No, but he, he isn't, but he... he he may be after this podcast. Can you find out how much there. a fart costs? I, I was looking. So I'm on our website. It doesn't say, which I thought would be uh, interesting. I'm also mm -hmm. wondering, like, did she just do this once? One guy paid her forty five thousand dollars. 
She right. says she did it 97 times, but I could have been one guy buying it. 50 right. grand in a week. I feel like there's not that much of a, not much, not that much of a demand for jarred farts. I don't think you're correct. Would, I'd review it for her if she wants to send one, but. There's you that would? many weird creeps. <laughs> you're so nice. Hey, Jamie's so nice. He would review her farts. Meanwhile, her boyfriend's going to fart in a jar. Yeah, send this to fucking young Jamie. <laughs> well, if it started as a business, for sure, you start hiring little kids in <laughs> fart jars. Some horrible guy's burrito fart, and you got to be like, oh, I'm going to jerk off smelling her farts. Yeah, there's no link oh, to buy the farts. I don't wonder if she's selling them. I feel Maybe like she's a marketing genius, this girl. I feel like she she just pulled the wool for the first week saying that she, she was jarring her farts and she was killing it. And after that, people just were like interested like how I am right now that I want to like buy you that as a gift. Mm, and the like, jar of farts? Yeah. That would be so sweet. I don't know Thank if anyone's you. creepy enough to actually do that as a, in a, a creepy song? way, more like a fun <laughs> art piece and like a kind of like a conversation starter. Right. Yeah. She should have like a, a like a special jar so you know it came from her. You know, like get some jars made. Don't just use a regular mason jar. You know what she should do? She should have a jar where like the li- like a Pressure Aladdin's genie jar yeah. with like the the like people's lip. box. That His box he had with box. all the lights and everything. You open it up, you get a thing that's going to make you shit. You're going to shit your pants when you open this box. That would be nice. So you know. But what I was thinking <laughs> like a type of jar that she could fart in where you could really seal it in there good. So like have a <laughs> small opening that it like it like a vase. Right, so in the, in the bottom, it like swells out like a tulip or some and shit. It's pressurized, just, like how yeah, you pressurize just wine. Just put it right up to your asshole, so it like covers the whole asshole, and you blow into it, boo, and then put a thumb over the top quickly, stuff a cork in there, seal it up. Dude, our society's officially getting way weird. I had a girl on the podcast once a long time ago that told me that she would uh, guys would pay her for her shit. She would shit in Tupperware and send it to guys. Okay, I think I found. Who that. comes up with this idea? How do you sick dudes? It's a, definitely guys. It's not it. a girl going, "Hey, you want to buy my shit?" Hundred dollars. She calls a hundred. Hundred dollars. They were a hundred. There was a temporary. She was like a sale. She was doing. Is that for the jarred farts? Yeah. The sale was hundred bucks, bucks a jarred fart. Yeah, it was like a. That's a sale. Is that she... like a Black Friday sale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Order like... fart jars. I here. completely yeah. missed the Black Friday sale. Of this. It's running a special on fart jars. <laughs> All right. I think this is a perfect way to end this podcast. We're three hours in. Mm-hmm. Are we really? Jeez. Yeah. Dude, it's fucking 416 already. I got to piss really bad. Well, Maybe I should time. put it in a jar and sell it. Uh, whatever your name is. What's her name? Stepo- What's her name? Stepanka. Stepanka. Congratulations, Stepanka. Stepanka. I have three I, letters for you. NFT. I salute your hustle. Verify the authenticity. Shane Dorian. That was fun, man. man. That, that was, was fun. fun. Always fun. Always great to see you, my brother. Thank you. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.